0: Today on the breakdown. This is it, people. It's the certified, official, legit, by far most requested hand of 2019. It's Athanasios Polychronopolis against Ty Win in the 25K PokerStars PCA Players Championship. It's the hand that rocked the world. If you don't know what I'm talking about, get ready. Put your, put your feet up, get excited. This is going to get real, and it's going to get real right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy.
1: Hey, you like the boy who cried wolf. How could anybody believe you at this point? <laughs> Come
0: on. Is this hand not
1: everything I just said it was? Did it not rock the world or the poker world? It went viral immediately. It did. It Come did. Come on. However, this is... Yeah. Legitimately. And when we're recording this, it is still late January. It's January 22nd when we're recording this. Oh, yeah. And there have been three podcasts on which Jonathan has said. This is the most (laughs) suggested hand of 2019.
0: Uh, Okay, that is true. When I said it, in fairness to me, I thought that it was it was accurate each time. But this is by far the most suggested hand, correct? For now, yes,
1: it is. Yeah, of course, for now. What do, mean, what, do you, what do you set? The, okay, so let me, okay. Let, let's do a little, little gambling here. That sounds great. All right, I'm going to figure out how many suggestors there are. It's going to take me a second. It sure is. There's a 14. lot. It's 14. 14 suggestors. 14 okay. suggestors. What is the percentage chance that it gets beaten in 2019? I'm going to say 85%. I agree. What's the line on what date it will be beaten on?
0: Um, I think it's, I think it'll be beaten on, oh, the over underline. That's interesting.
1: I would say it's July 9th. So you're trying to, you're expecting a main event hand. Yeah. so That makes the most sense, right? Right. right. It does. It does. It's possible. But, you know, sometimes we have hands out of nowhere, like, yeah, The Royal Flush hand was at just a, a normal EPT event, and that was like 30 suggestors or something. I mean, it was the
0: PCA, but yeah, I hear you. Right. Um, no, that's true. What's the line on how many suggestors for the most suggested hand for 2019?
1: I think it's something like 28. Oh, wow. That's yeah. more than
0: I would think. I was going to say like 21 and a half. Uh, 28. I would take under 28 if you want to make that We've bet. had
1: hands with over 50 suggestors before. Oh, wow. But, I,
0: but in 2018, what was our most suggested? Like how many suggestions was our most suggested hand?
1: I, I don't remember, but I Sheila. would... <laughs> Sheila, what was the... No, Sheila got fired uh, last week.
0: Ghosts of interns just...
1: Right now, we're rel. actually... We're calling the temp agency, and they haven't sent anybody over yet. I didn't yet. even know. Yeah. So we're on our own today. Ugh, so brutal. Yeah. Who's going to butter my crumpets? You have crumpets? Of course I have you crumpets. Do- you haven't been sharing your crumpets? Of course I have crumpets! <laughs> 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 that's
0: the Tony cheek. Of course uh, I lied, of course. Here's a
1: question that's going to anger British people. What exactly is a crumpet? I know it's like a breaded pastry-type item. A crumpet is like a desserty biscuit.
0: So, what, what but is, when I say biscuit, I mean American biscuit, because of course in in the UK a
1: biscuit is just a cookie. So, is it like the donut to the bagel? Like you know what?
0: Not bad. Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's a uh, it's like better and more a little more desserty than a scone than a sweet scone. More but, desserty than a scone. So it's pretty sweet. Well, some scones can be. Um, not overly sweet, too. But you said a sweet scone. I know, a sweet, a, with some, a scone with some, sweet, not like a filling, just like some sweetness to it. Yeah, it's, it's a little more desserty than that, but not much. Maybe it's a little less desserty. It's right around Sconeville, okay? okay it's it's in, living
1: in Sconeville. It's in the Scone territory. It's quite
0: nice. Um, and you know what? Maybe it's not desserty at all. Maybe it's just as you're, you always put the clotted cream and the, the honey on it, and that adds the sweetness to it. In fact, it's really just like a, a nice, normal biscuit. It's just a piece of bread. <laughs>
1: it's basically an English muffin. So you've just been lying to me this entire time. You're like, Oh yeah, there's like crumpet factories. It's like a hostess of crumpets. There's spitting out sugar left and right. I would like to
0: apologize to all the people who know what crumpets are for the last two minutes of this podcast. That was irresponsible of me. And I was, I'm pretty sure I was just wrong about everything, but I have had tea and crumpets multiple times in England. So, Give me a damn break.
1: We are alienating our British audience, which Once there's, again, a, there's a fair amount of you, and I apologize. I don't have to reveal this, but I'm an honest guy. Last night I had some tea. I microwaved it. Sorry. It, j- it just happened, you know? Like, it's okay. You're you're. I'm an American slob. What can I do? You commit crimes against flavor. I Well, I mean, if we want to talk about food, I think we're beating the British in that. Okay? Wow. Yeah. Now, maybe they know how to make tea with a teapot, but... Dude, yeah. we
0: are the British. Don't you understand? That's how they see it. They're like, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: congratulations.
0: You're like the WNBA over here. Okay, Congra- Yeah. Oh, cool. You have some viewers now. You got some viewership. Way to go. But they still think of themselves as the NBA. And we're like, we came from them. Then can I vote against Brexit? Well, you can vote against anything you want. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I don't. By the way, I don't think British people really think that. But no, I don't think why so. Why not
1: say it? <laughs> It's a podcast. You say whatever the fuck you want. Isn't that how it works? Yeah. pretty
0: sure you get to say anything and there's no consequences. I've been to the
1: moon. It's true. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Anyway, the suggestors are. Here we go. Jay O'Neill, Jay Wrecker. Two J's to start. I wonder if they're all going to be J's. You
0: know what? At this pace, it's possible. I mean. It's likely.
1: Based on historical data, of course. Edward Locke. Oh, it's
0: only 67% of the. Big loss for the J's. Of the rest of them will be J's.
1: Holden Cantrell. Hall of Famer. Mike Frederick, Hall of Famer, probably maybe. Matt Eaton got nothing. G he- Long, that's a first timer, I believe. I think so. Daniel L. Sam Falk. Sam Falk's gotten in there a couple times. He's uh, he's an all star. He's at least a good rotation player who's working wow. his way. Wow! Uh,
0: wow! He's not even an all star. I on. mean, I feel like you're you being
1: brutal. I I don't like this thing that you're doing, where you're giving everybody. How the, man- you're letting everybody be an all star <laughs> at least. Like all stars, like the minimum you give out. How it's many- like when you're rating something out of this ten, and you're like seven is average. <laughs> no, it's not. Fuck you. Five is average. Okay, let's just have a quick moment. We're gonna okay. stop everything and talk about this. Okay. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> so. How many people?
0: How many suggestions that get through does it take? Do you think to be an all-star? I think it's like a six to eight range. How many suggestions do you think Sam Falk has had career that's gotten through three to six? You are insane.
1: Sam Falk <laughs> that for that sure feels like, a, <laughs> that feels like an extreme <laughs> reaction.
0: <laughs> Sam Falk for sure has had more than six, for
1: sure. Hall of Fame is like twenty plus, right?
0: Well, it's at least
1: fifteen. Oh, you're, you're, you're like the, you're like the softy <laughs> Hall of Fame judge. You're the, they give a little speech where they talk about how their dad died one time. They and you're like, oh, I guess you're in the Hall of Fame Mugsy Bogues because <laughs> you shed a to tear on stage. Congratulations. Okay. <laughs> all right, let's get back to the right, Folk. <laughs> Gene Gerlach, who is a rotation player. That's, that's a rotation okay. player right now. Ben Page. Hall of Fame. First ballot Hall First of Famer ballot. he's not in yet. That's but like 25
0: 20. suggestions. Yeah. suggestions
1: for Peter Mercil already in the Hall of Fame, yeah. for sure. Luis Torres is on his way. I he's think. an all-star. He's an all-star for sure. O'Reilly, I don't know who the fuck you are. <laughs> but welcome to <laughs> the <Yeah>. suggesting <laughs> yeah. group, man. And Damon in San Diego, Hall of Famer. Yeah, Hall of Famer for yeah. sure. Congratulations to all of you for suggesting yeah. this hand. How many people did you say it was? 14. 14. Fourteen. Yeah, yeah and in this, and this hand, uh,
0: it was like lightning. Like suddenly, every, there were a million Twitter suggestions and everyone was talking about it bunch of people have already done like videos on it and stuff like that but no one's done a classic poker guys legit 40 minute breakdown on it until right now i'm excited because i don't know where we're gonna end up i haven't thought that much about this hand in a long time i just watched it thought whoa okay sort of makes sense i guess blah 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 and moved on but when i saw the board again as we were just putting this together just to even know what the hand was i was like oh this is this is a tougher spot than i thought
1: I could so see. I'm excited. I, I could see this podcast being about thirty to thirty five minutes long. I could also see it being an hour and five minutes long. Yeah, I don't know which way it's going to go. I'm guessing long, but we'll find out. I'm guessing short, actually. Okay, well let's yeah. let's dive right in. Okay, let's dive in. So it was day two of the uh, the big old deal they had down there in the Caribbean. Well said. The twenty five thousand yeah. dollars players championship. I think they call it the big old deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with, with three hundred platinum pass winners. You guys know the deal. It was a, it was a big thing. That was a friend of the podcast and listener Jackie Burkhart finished uh, 40th, I think, something like 38th. She she got I think she finished better than that. She got 86k. That's yeah, what I know. I think it was 38th. But anyway, yeah, good good job Great, Jackie. Incredible run. She's been on poker time, she will be on poker time again. Yes, she will. Yeah. Um, so there are 220 remaining, 181 make the money. So it's going to be a while till you make the money, but you're starting to think about oh,
0: it. Oh, you're if if you're one of the Platinum Pass winners who can't afford to play, which this most people can't afford mo- to play like, a twenty-five k tournament. Of course, of yeah. course. And actually, even some of the more normal tournament grinders normally don't play a twenty-five K so, lot, so I, right. I bet the majority of this field has never played a twenty-five k before. Even if you remove the platinum pass winners, that may be true. Um, you're starting to feel it. Like yeah. you're definitely starting to feel it. You just there's just no way around it, right? So even so even forty away,
1: it's like well, in like an hour and a half, you know, probably going to be there and start to notice it the the bubble feels a bit different for platinum pass winners to, than it does for people who buy in i think yes. because this is one where the not only is the money so much more and you got in for free but the bubble is actually the same as the buy in you get 25k as the min payout oh really yeah so oh, that that means a lot that. to the, that means a lot to the platinum pass winners but the people who buy in it feels kind of shitty it
0: does i assumed it was like a 50k uh bubble no, it's, it's only it's, 25 yeah okay well that actually does change it then for um for these, for these players, especially, like uh, Athens Nasios, is, uh, he's a pro. Yeah. And uh, has had lots of success. Do you in know if Win is a pro? I don't, but I'm going to guess she is. Yeah. Based on the way she played this hand alone, I'm going to guess she's a pro. Um, so, But him, for sure, it's like, yeah. The min, I'm not saying the min cash doesn't mean anything to him. I'm sure it means something. But it's not something he's going to, like, try and squeeze out either. You know? Anyway.
1: All right. So let's get to it. A couple it. disclaimers. We're doing a little bit of pre flop guesswork. Uh, It's not, we're pretty close. We know we're very close and it's not going to matter. And we also don't know Athanasios' stack. We just know that he has Tywin well covered. Yeah, that's what
0: Card Player reported, well covered. We have almost everything. You'll see the places we don't have it and we don't think it matters. The things that we don't have we think are basically irrelevant details. You'll see as we go.
1: Yeah. All right, so Tywin, she opens on the button. She has 254K. We believe the big blind is 6K. It might be 5K. It's one of those two. So she has either 40 or 50 blinds. Um, and she has ace-queen off, ace of diamonds, queen of clubs, opens to 12K on the but- button, we think 12K. What we do know is that Athanasios Polychronopoulos, which is an amazing name, it is, has two aces in the big blind, ace of hearts and ace of clubs, and he three bets to 37K. It's almost certain that it's 2.5-5K, uh, right, at these numbers, when he yeah.
0: three bets to three, 37? Yeah. I'm assuming... It, also, it makes the hand a little more interesting, too, but I don't, right, know, I don't know
1: if it really... Makes a difference to me, actually, as far no. as what it is. Like, a lot of people are min-opening at this stage of a tournament. Yeah, maybe you're right. Anyway, go on. And why does this three bet make a difference in the size of the blinds? It's more about what she opened to. Yeah, no, that's why. If she opens to 12K,
0: yeah. then I don't know if that many people are min-opening on the button at this point, especially when he's calling, he's calling so much in the big blind. Like she may make, like usually this, the pros are making a little more than, than the men open at this not point. Not really super late in the tournament that much. It's not super late. It's day it, two. Yeah, that's true. Like they're all, I, I, I'd be, I would be surprised if she
1: was min opening, but I of course don't know. Anyway. Whatever. She continue. makes it 12. He makes it 37. Right. There's obviously an argument for flatting aces there. I mean, you could protect your, yeah. call. you could protect your calling range. It's kind of a cool thing. But the button, the button range is pretty wide, and you don't really know what you're trying to avoid. You can end up really hurting yourself by getting in this spot where you're like, well, I'm under-repped, but they just bet 75K on the river, and the board is kind of uncoordinated, so I don't know what to do. I guess I have to call. But, I mean, yeah. that's not the good reason to call with aces. That's I mean, that's not the good reason
0: not to three-bet with aces, right? The Like... um I'm sorry, that's not the good reason to three-bet with Aces is what I'm trying to say, right? The good reason to three-bet with Aces is because the dynamic of Button versus Big Blind, she's going to four-bet a whole lot more than she would in almost any any other spot and him being in almost any other spot. I kind
1: of disagree. Okay. Unless people are already doing what I had talked about about a month ago on the podcast where three betting out of the big blind against late position opens has become super effective for me online. Yeah. I'm wondering if that's a thing that a lot of people have noticed and not just me that you're getting a lot of folds that way. But for the past four or five years, three betting out of the big blind is pretty rare. I mean,
0: button against blind battles is pretty common. Like, I pre-flop. agree, but the, I'm
1: just saying the three bet percentage of the big blind has gone down a oh, ton. That's fair. Like, people really has. don't three bet out of the big. It blind has very gone much, down a ton, which that's, is why that's it's really so, true. which is why it's so effective as a bluff. Mm-hmm. Like, people are like, "Oh, I guess you actually have it because you can right. just call it for super cheap. Why wouldn't you do that with King mm-hmm. Ten or whatever you have?" Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough.
0: Um, yeah, it is hard to sometimes three-bet out of the big blind when you have some kind of reasonable hand. And you're like, why? I can just call it so cheap. I closed the action. I'm it's at, amazing. I
1: once again advocate for any reasonable hand against a late position opener. Start three-betting out of the big blind yeah. and see what happens. Yeah. It's very effective. Yeah. Right anyway, on. I think the general way people are still playing is, is flatting a ton of stuff out of the big blind. For the mm-hmm. reasons that Jonathan's just said. Mm-hmm. Which... Is a good reason to flat aces. Like that that's a problem with three betting aces, is it looks like super strong right away. If if that's the case, if people believe that you're flatting a lot out of the big blind. Right. So that's a bit of a problem, right? I mean, I guess. I would just
0: I'm always aware if I open the button that it, you know, people may think I'm super white. I often am. And so then I may feel I may react differently to it than otherwise.
1: Right, but you're not getting three bet by the big blind very often. You are by the small blind.
0: I mean, honestly, in the tournaments I'm playing, I'm not getting three-bet by anybody very often. Okay, true. Fine. <laughs> but in theory, I'm getting... Yeah, the small blind going to three-bet. I mean, the small blind is going to three-bet a lot yeah. comparatively because the small blind is rarely going to flat there, right? Yeah. Which is your point. Yeah. The big blind is going to flat a lot there. The small blind almost never going to flat there. Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
1: Right. Anyway, go on. I mean, it can't be bad to get more money in the power with aces. Right. And, against, and when, when Ty has position and she's getting a reasonable price, she's going to have to call with a fair amount of hands like... She's probably got to fold hands like Jack Ten off, which she would open, but she's definitely calling with Jack Ten suited. Oh yeah, and like for eight, sure. Eight, nine suited, Seven Eight suited, a hundred percent. She she kind of has to. What do you do with like? And she might even four bet with hands like Ace Four suited, I guess. Well, right. If all
0: this is happening, yeah. these are really good reasons to 3-bet, right? Yeah,
1: but she might just call with those hands. She might consider folding those hands. I don't know if she thinks the big blind range is super strong for 3-betting.
0: Um, yeah, I would guess she's often going to call with those hands if she's concerned at all, She gets, especially because she gets to be in position. But once in a while, if she thinks he's extra wide or something, or more – wide the wrong word. If she thinks he's really polarized, she's probably going to 3-bet with those rather than call. Yeah. you know, If she thinks he's really wide, she may actually not 3-bet as much. And instead,
1: flat because now she can hit her ace and it's gonna be good more of the time. You know? Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, she has ace queen and she got three bet to 37K. She has an awkward stack, whether it be 40 or 50 blinds to four bet here. She could four bet.
0: She could, but she's gonna have to, I mean, ugh, it's horrible no matter what. If we four bet, he made it 37. Yeah. We would have to size it enough to, we'd have to size it like 100 and I guess we can't fold then, right? I don't think you can fold when you,
1: you have 150 back. You can't yeah. fold.
0: So, you, so, you, if you, so if we're forebetting we're going with the hand pretty much. I guess we could click it back, fold, but that sounds awful with this hand. That's the J.C. Tran move. We're not doing that. Yeah. So we should either... We should, I think flatting is definitely the play here, but you could decide this guy's insane. If I, if I re-raise, he's going to go crazy. I'm going to give him a chance to go crazy. That's fine. But if you don't think he's insane, you should just call.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, four betting is almost a bluff if if we imagine that it's a polarized range that's three betting out of the big blind and not just including a bunch of reasonable hands like king ten type hands. Um. Right. Well, then that's not a polarized range. But I hear
0: you. Like king ten's not part of the. I said range.
1: if that was. Like, I said if it was a polarized range. Right. Yeah, and didn't include hands. Oh, didn't include. I yeah. thought you said did include. I no. misunderstood you. Okay. Yeah. If, it, if it's a polarized range, then we shouldn't be bluffing, though. Yeah, that's what right. I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Good. Right. Um, but it kind of sucks to just call with ace-queen off and almost never hit the flop, you know?
0: Yeah, but at the same point, you know, we've already put in 12. It's 25. We're getting a good price. We, we also have position. Sometimes we can win without hitting the flop once in a while. We're going to flop the nut flush draw a little bit. We're going to flop a backdoor nut flush draw a little bit. We're going to flop some, some straight draws. You know, there's going to be times when we get to call um, without having hit the board. Um, sometimes he's going to check and we get to do whatever we, we can take shots. There's some good things that can come out of it. I think this hand is just too good to fold in this spot. Do you agree? I do, absolutely. I don't think you can fold. No yeah. chance.
1: Yeah. No chance, but it's a poopy. It feels poopy. Yeah. It does feel poopy. Oh,
0: yeah, no. You're like, well,
1: I'm going to lose a lot here. I think I just made an observation about Jonathan Levy podcasting about breakdowns, that when when you use the we the royal we, which you do frequently. I do. Which is fair. That's something that is common in poker. But I think I've noticed a pattern that whoever has, you, you know what happens in the hand, whoever yeah. has the most interesting decision in the hand, that's the person that you choose to be we with. Ah, maybe. You, you always choose that and the other person is the opponent to you. That's, that makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. What else is interesting is the link in the description of this podcast. You guys should probably pause it for a second. Huh. Take, take a look at the link. How can they do that when they pause it? <laughs> yes. Okay. You guys back?
0: All right. Oh, okay, great.
1: Yeah, good. Okay. So you saw that link? Looks kind of weird, right? Well, the thing is, it's amazing. That's what you should know about that link. It's the link to nitrogen sports poker. It's the link to joy and happiness, Jonathan.
0: Yeah, uh, for sure it is, Grant. (laughs) Okay, good. And when you say that, of course, joy and happiness, in this case anyway, equals online poker, sports betting, casino
1: games in the form of Nitrogen Sports Poker, right? Yeah, which is, of course, the sponsor of this podcast. Uh, they're also a great poker site. You don't have to download any software. You don't want to download a 700-gigabyte software package, which I don't think is the thing that you have to do No one most. does that. But you don't have to download <laughs> anything at all. You just play <laughs> on right. your browser, and it's still nice. It's nice, smooth software. It's Bitcoin-only, which is nice because you get your money in fast, but eh, that's fine. Who cares? What you, what you really want is your money out fast when you bink it. You know, yeah. you want to get that. Everybody's had that feeling of online poker where you like win. A, let's say you win $4,000 and you're like, well, what am I going to see that money? You know, well, there's an answer on nitrogen sports poker and it is 90 minutes. Yeah. If, if that's when you want it, that's when you get it.
0: I like how you're like everyone in everyone who's listening to this all 15,000 listeners. You've all experienced winning, banking a tournament online, winning $4,000 and thinking, what am I going to get that money? I don't think everyone experienced. Okay, that. but
1: I, people you're are a have, pro buddy. I know. Okay, people have had relative experiences with online poker where they want to get money out. Of course. For the the most part, people who've played online poker, and they're like, well, now it feels like a stressful ordeal.
0: You know? It it can, if you don't trust the place anyway. And there's lots of places we've really learned not to trust as we've all been screwed
1: multiple times
0: by online sites in the past anyway, right? right? Those less... Repu- rep- reputable. Yeah. reputable sites. You know who I'm talking about. These guys aren't like that. As Grant said, you get the money out right away. Hey, you know what else you get? What? You get access to awesome Poker Guys events. If you do use that link in the description that you just uh, described earlier, we have a tournament at the end of every month. It's pretty awesome. They guarantee a thousand buy-ins in the tournament. We normally get 80 people. That's over 900 play i said blinds but i meant buy-ins of yeah it's fine yeah everyone knows what i mean we get uh, it's an over 900 buy-in overlay which is insane if you don't know what an overlay is look it up on google it's fantastic it's the kind <laughs> yes. of thing you look for as a poker player all the time but you got to use the link in the description it's also very cheap to play it's a tenth of a millibit which these days is something like 35 cents uh
1: you really got to get get in there man yep yeah, just to give you guys a sense, when we talk about how Nitrogen is a reputable site, this is a story we've told before oh, on the yeah. podcast, it's but it's, it's worth it's worth saying again. About a year ago or so, maybe a little bit over Almost a year. Almost 2 years ago. A little bit, you know, Bitcoin was 4400. A little bit over a year ago, mm. like a year and 3 okay. months ago. Um we had our tournament that was supposed to be a 100 millibit guarantee, which at the time was about 440 bucks nitrogen accidentally guaranteed a full bitcoin yeah which was 400 4400 bucks jonathan let them know before the tournament began he's yeah. like hey you guys guaranteed 10 times what you said you were going to guarantee the overlay is like 0.95 bitcoin yeah it <laughs> it's is in an absurd insane. overlay there was like 40 people in the tournament yeah and nitrogen was like oh our mistake i guess the players get to win this one yep you know they the, just they they had time to change it yeah and chose not
0: to and they really didn't mean it they they were like oh geez uh, oh well yeah and uh it was
1: something yeah yeah and you get your money in 90 minutes if you win that thing so yeah it was great that's that's good stuff so get on nitrogen get you some poker okay we believe in them we do we also believe that and athanasius Paula Kronopoulos has two aces, ace of hearts, ace of clubs. And Ty Wynn has ace of diamonds, queen of clubs. And we're going to a flop yes. with 82K in the pot. The flop is king of spades, queen of diamonds, nine of spades. Is kind of a terrible flop for aces. <laughs>
0: there are better flops for sure for aces. Now, uh, let's, let's
1: talk about why we think it's a bad flop, right? Uh, because it makes a lot of two-pair and straight combos. It also makes a lot of potential combo draws that Tywin can have that can raise, and then you don't really know what to do with aces.
0: Yeah, Uh, we don't have the ace of spades in our hand as... Athanasios, right. right? So By the way, she, I used we just now not talking about the guy. That's true. How do you like that? I didn't even mean to. I just realized it as soon as I said it. But anyway, um, so that means there's a lot of combo draws that you're going to struggle to play against. The ace, jack of spades, the ace, ten of spades, of course, loom large here. Or the eight, ten of spades.
1: Or any oh, of game. course. Yeah. Yes,
0: yes. Um, so there's that. There's all the two pair of combos actually are in play. I think queen nine suited is in play. King nine suited is in play. Um, almost certainly. Right. Yeah. Those are
1: close at least.
0: Yeah. Like she could decide to call with them in position. She could decide to fold them. She definitely has Jack 10 suited for the nuts. Oh, a hundred percent. Definitely
1: has all the King Queens. A
0: hundred percent. She has all of those. She has pocket nines. She also. has pocket
1: nines. Yeah. But she could have decided to four bet go with, but
0: if she didn't go with ace queen, she's yeah. probably not going with pocket nines either. Um, and of course she has all the pairing gut shot hands like King Jack, King 10, Queen Jack, Queen 10, at least suited and maybe some offsuit stuff. Maybe the, I think the King Jack off is probably in there. Right. Um, I don't know about the other one. Queen Jack off. Probably. Maybe yeah. not. I don't know. It depends what she thinks about Polychronopoulos' three betting range.
1: Right. The, the thing The thing that's nice for Polychronopoulos about this flop is that he does have a high end range advantage. He's the one yeah. who's far more likely to have sets of kings and queens. And he, of course, has pocket aces and ace king strongly she, in his range. She has Jack 10 and he doesn't really. Right. That's that is the only problem. She only has the four combos, though. That's really. true. Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, so... It's, it's actually not a great flop in that often when you
1: get action, it, you're usually ahead, I think, but you're not ahead by a huge amount. Right. right. And the, the nightmare is getting raised and thinking right. like, okay, I'm probably ahead half to 60% of the time and I can't fold you up, but like future streets are all shitty. Like right. Unless I turn an ace or, or it goes like queen, queen or something and even, I feel a little bit better. Even the ace of spades ain't great.
0: No, you it's know? not. Um, so it's hard to turn an ace and feel good about it. Only half the aces are going to do it for you. It's a it's a spot where, yeah, like when you get raised, a card can come or a card cannot come in either way. When she bets again, you're you just don't like it. You just, it you're like, oh, if the card
1: didn't come and she's betting anyway, right. I guess she had it already. A lot of the time or, or she's she, on
0: the draw, yeah. she's not giving up, which is reasonable, too. And yeah. I don't know what to do. And right, yeah. it,
1: it just puts you in a lot of weird spots with aces. Yeah. Which is why I think Ath- Athanasios decides to check. And I like that decision. I like it, too. Um, I don't think it's the end of the world to bet. But I, I like checking
0: better, I think.
1: Right. I um, mean, checking with the intention of calling at least twice. Oh, yeah.
0: Like, if you're checking, you're going to have to call twice because she could be betting a king twice for sure. Right.
1: She's not probably going to bet king jack three times, though. So you can, <sighs> you can figure she's pretty polarized on the river. She's probably not. But maybe she could do that, trying to get value out of ace queen or something. I mean, no. Come on. If it comes do seven, at, like non-spades, and she bets three times, you really think she's betting king jack for value? I don't know. I don't know. I, I admit that's incredibly
0: thin. Yeah. That's as thin as it gets. That's the thinnest. That's the least you could ever. That's the worst hand you could ever even consider betting. Right. Um, because the next hand up that she would, that she could have here is like king queen nine suited, I guess. Cause Wait. she doesn't have ace king. She, she would have four, bet that almost. maybe always. she has some ace king. Okay. A tiny yeah. bit, but, but right. like she probably would be betting ace king for value. Then we think, Maybe three probably. streets with Ace King. It's hard to put him on a hand better than Ace King. It's also hard for, call, for her
1: to have Ace King. Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what not, I was saying. Not only pre flop, bet. but just combinatorially. Um, yeah, that's a great point. Yeah.
0: So anyway, the point is like, maybe there's a chance she could bet three streets with the worst hand, but you don't think it's possible. I think it's questionable. And the only hand in the range that she would be doing it with probably anyway. So you really can't call three streets unless she's got a lot of bluffs in her right now by by checking though you keep all those bluffs alive
1: right right so you you the plan is to check and call if she bets and start betting for value on clean turns if if she checks if she checks like if the ten of spades comes we're not betting the turn of course not but if the deuce of hearts comes we're definitely betting the turn yeah i think so yeah i think that's right seems right okay so he checks and she also checks yeah i like it i I think i don't think there's much value for betting for i mean i guess she can get value out of pocket jacks and pocket tens because they also have a gut shot but that's just really stretching trying to get value.
0: I mean, if he is three betting somewhat wide here and he can have hands like queen jack and queen 10, and he's like now into pot control mode because of that board, which he would be in, maybe we can get some value from that, but you can probably only get two streets anyway, most of the time. Yeah, So
1: checking is fine. And without knowing more about him, which maybe she does, but we don't. So we're just putting ourselves in that seat. um, We can't assume that he has hands like queen jack and queen 10. The one problem with checking here
0: with the ace queen is, is sometimes we're going to check and a card is going to come off that's going to make it incredibly hard to get any value later because the board's already pretty wet. So all jacks, all tens, all spades are just going to kill like most of our value. By the way, an ace or a queen may kill our value but what too. value
1: are you talking about?
0: That's, that's if, like jacks, tens, and if, she, and if he's wide with uh, queen, ten. And and, he's going to fold two eights if we bet. Uh, well, we're only going to get one street anyway. Maybe he'll call once. Ah, come on, it's king, queen, nine, two spades. Who's going to call with two eights? Why I some, I don't know. Sometimes they just, they they're sticky, man. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, I know you wouldn't, but like you make it sound like it's impossible, but like Dan Coleman calls check raises with bottom pair and stuff like that. Right. Bottom like, pair is different than two eights on this board. And, it,
1: and like, okay, that's it's
0: textually very different. That, that is true. Um, I, I don't disagree with that. Um, I feel like I've seen so many players that are at least considered good call with a pocket pair once in position on boards like this. He's out, out of th- position. He is out of position. Well, that's a great point. Thank you. All right. Let's continue. I'm All going right. to concede everything. let like. move on. I like both checks. Yeah, no, me too. Yeah. I, I, would, I would certainly check if I was her. Just like, why get myself in trouble here? I've got a downable hand. I hope, I hope a, a death card doesn't come that kills either my action or kills me in the hand. But he's usually going to bet his draws. So, you know, it's probably like a spade isn't that
1: scary for her. Yeah.
0: That's good. All right,
1: 82K in the pot still. Yeah. Turns a nice miracle for Tywin. It's the queen of hearts. Suddenly, Polychronopolis goes from so far ahead to one out. Right. It's not even the queen of spades. It's beautiful. Yeah. You know? He checks again. I think this is probably a good check on any board-pairing card that's not a king. Maybe even a king you can check, too.
0: Uh, you could check a king, but I think it makes a lot more sense to bet a king than anything else. Like a nine or a queen, it's like, well, yeah, she's going to check those back so much yeah. more of the time than a right. king, right?
1: You could bet a king and get value from a queen. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Although if, if you check, a queen's often going to bet
1: anyway, probably right. for value. Like to- ace, queen, or queen, jack is probably going to start betting at that yeah. point. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so I think checking close. or betting is fine against mm-hmm. against that range, but it is a queen, which is a scary card because if she has queen, jack, queen, ten, suit, which are definitely in her range, some ace, queen, obviously in her range. She's checking it back on the flop the majority of the time. Right.
0: No, it's it's this sport is not running out the way he would have wanted to. You know, he would have taken like, you know, queen four, three. Yeah. Two hearts.
1: That feels a lot better. That does feel a lot better. So he checks and she's going to start going for value. She, she has to. She bets tiny. She bets 17K. She's into, trying to get called by two tens, right? Yeah. 17 into 82. Trying to get called by two tens. Maybe even get called by some ace jack. Hands like that. Mm-hmm. Saying like, like she could have like eight to spades now. Right. When she is just trying to kind of steal from whatever high cards he has. I mean, it's a good for card for her to rep,
0: even if, if she's not sure if she's ahead. Right. Right. Um, eight of spades. She would have bet the flop with, I think a lot of the time when he checks, um, probably to start a to, decent amount of the time to start to tell a story, just repping and,
1: a two pair or straight. Yeah. Hand.
0: Um, <laughs> even, even maybe repping a King in her mind. Um, but to start to tell a story and also build a pot for, if a spade comes something like that. So she's usually going to better spades. Yeah. Um, But uh, so I don't know if he has, she has a lot of that, but, but she can have a lot of, but she could have like smaller pocket pairs and decide not to bet the flop. Also,
1: she could have two eights
0: and now be like, okay, that card is much better for me than it is for you when you check again.
1: And also like, let's protect against ace, ace, jack, and and hands like that. It's like,
0: I'm, I'm behind sometimes here, but
1: you may have to fold. Right. Uh, Well, not, not behind ace, jack, and ace, 10, if she has a pocket pair. No,
0: no, no, of course. But. Um, he's probably checking tens and jacks again. He's not
1: folding for 17 K
0: not yet, but now she can tell a story, right? She can, can. if she wants to try and win the hand on the river as a bluff, she's got to bet here. If she has
1: a nine or a worse pocket pair, this is more for protection than trying to set up a bluff. I believe it's probably true. Yeah. Either way. I
0: don't, I, I think she should be betting a lot here. Yeah. Whether she, without even without ace queen, I think she should be betting the majority of her range here when he checks again on this card.
1: Do you think she should bet like King 10 on this card? after if it went check check on the flop? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of do. Yeah, I think so too, but I I think it's kind of kind of hairy, you know? Like we blocked two tens. So we're just kind of hoping that he has one of the nine combos of tens or jacks at that point. Um
0: yeah. Uh yeah, I guess. There's not much there. I agree with you. But uh, I mean, if we had king ten or king jack, we might have bet the flop also because when the gutter when our gutters come in, or our two pairs come in, it's so hard to get action then. Yeah. And so we may want to try and build a pot earlier. So I don't know how much King ten we really have or King Jack we have. I know
1: King Jack is not, but I don't know how much King ten we even have really. Yeah. I think, I think she might've bet a King on the flop a lot of the time. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So basically when she bet 17 K, even if she bet more, a lot more, he would have to call, but he definitely has to call 17 K. I'm not sure. I love this super small sizing. I don't know why we're betting so insanely small. Like, yeah, I agree. I think it's too small. I think we can bet 50 K and get similar results yeah i mean how much is 80ks in the pot 82k yeah is she just trying to squeeze an extra two blinds out of pocket eights here like that seems like what she's trying to do yeah i think you're right and then she's like and then i'm gonna
0: bet again on the river when everything misses and hope you decide to hero me but why not give a chance to hero a little earlier yeah like build also you build the pot so if he wants to hero again on the river you hero for more you know right and, you know, I don't know, 50K is a lot. I mean, I think like right. 33 is good. Even. Fine, 35K. Yeah. yeah we yeah. need to go
1: for more than 17, though. 17.
0: I think. She's trying to make it so, like, he doesn't even know what to do with like pocket eights here now. You know, right, that's, that, yeah. Pocket nines are like, oh, not pocket nines, sorry. Pocket eights, pocket sevens are like, geez, for this price, maybe I have to call. You know, I think that's what she's trying to price in. But those things may fold anyway. For 17K? Maybe, but I don't know. They'll probably call. But you're not going to get any. You're not going to get another bet out of them, usually on the river. Usually, unless she, unless her rep is one of like I am just taking stabs all the time. You know, yeah. Then that's different.
1: Yeah, I guess so. But then she can bet more. Anyway, he has aces, right? So he calls. I think that's good. Yeah, he's got
0: ace. She's got ace queen. The board is king, queen, nine, queen. Yeah. Two spades. Yeah, I, I think you should call here, even though it turns out he's way
1: behind. Obviously, he should call. If he, if he could see your hand, she, he would fold. Okay. Because she's blocking his uh, full house draw. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I know. It's weird that you bring that up. 116K in the pot. The river is what makes this a breakdown, of course. Of course. It's the ace of spades. It's the final ace in the deck. The that's one the, outer uh, for, for all the gold. That's an ACDC song, right? The Ace of Spades. I mean, who knows? Maybe. It's a card in the deck. It's a card in the deck. And um, so he's got aces full for the second nuts. Yeah. And, well, is it the second nuts? Is there a royal out there? Let me take a look here. Uh, no, no royal. Okay. Second so, nuts. Second nuts. And she has the fourth nuts. Something like that.
0: No. There's three spades out there. How could she do the fourth nut? She has a full house. Oh, my God. She has a full house. What are you talking
1: about? I don't
0: know. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, she has the fourth nuts because it's just king-king yeah. besides that, right? Right. So that's a pretty bad river card. It's a horrific river card. Right. So she has 200K remaining in her stack yeah. as the river begins. He decides to check. What do you, let's talk about that for a second. I know he's playing in flow. Yeah. Do you think it's right to check, or do you think he should be betting just to try to get value from something? Boy, it's an interesting question. So, if he
0: bets, what's he repping, and what makes sense? So, what makes sense is a flush if he
1: bets, right? But it doesn't make sense because he checked that flop. Wouldn't right. he bet his flush card? His flush draws out of position almost always after three betting, right? And the majority of his flushes would have the ace of spades in them, which just came on the river. Yeah, so, so yeah, so he's not really repping a flush very well
0: anyway. No, that's a reason to bet. Like I'm telling a terrible story. Like, I kind of like that. Like, cause you're a little afraid she might find a check back with not really. I mean, ace queen, you assume she, I mean, ace queen, of course she's going to bet. Right. But let's say trip Queens, like trip Queens, if he checks, she should probably be betting, but she should be calling also if he, if he, um, yeah. And he can size it up more than she would probably cause she's be targeting a much weaker range than he's targeting. Right. Yeah. Like if she doesn't have at least trip Queens, she's probably not calling anyway.
1: So I I think the overwhelming reason to check is that she has a lot of bluffs at this point. Right.
0: Because she could have... Because we don't actually... Like, we know she's got Ace Queen, but... All that happened is I went check, check. He checked again, and she bet. She could have anything. She bet tiny. She could have four or five of hearts. Right. She could yeah. have two fives also, and like, like, oh, this is a good card for me to rep because he doesn't really have spades. Yeah. She doesn't
1: really have spades very much either, but he probably has less than she does. Right. He has less than she does. Yeah. I mean, and if she's just sitting there with four or five of hearts, sometimes you just go into desperation mode. You're like, I got to take a shot. I can't just check back with five high, mm-hmm. you know? So I think the check is more about that than anything else. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, I think... And that makes sense. Like, yeah. let's, let's see if she has anything. Or, let's sorry, let's see if she's going to take a stab. And if she happens to have a good hand, we can get value from that. Like, guess yeah. what? She happens to have a good hand. She happens to have the
1: fourth nuts. So that's pretty good. And it's not like a four flush board. All right. So I'll just describe the next sequence. Then we'll have a little chat about it. Yeah, please. So after he checks, Ty, of course, is going to bet. She bets 50k into 116. Yep. She's trying to get called by, like, a king... Or something like King Jack. I don't know. I
0: guess. It's hard to come up with a hand that he's going to call with, I guess. But yeah. Of course she has. Maybe, maybe he can have Ace-10 or Ace-Jack and she's trying to get called by uh, one of the Aces.
1: Yeah, that works. Actually. That, that's, that's the hand to get called by there. That makes plenty of sense. Yeah. Although she blocks them, but it still makes sense. She, she blocks it, but whatever. It's not like she's not supposed to bet. Of course she has to bet. And, and actually, she's not telling a great story either. Yeah. Right? So that's good. It is good. So she I could, think Ace-10 may have to call. And two tens and two Jacks might find calls sometimes because she has bluffs here. Yeah. So yeah, of course she has to bet either way. She bets 50 K. He moves in for 200 K total. He has a lot more than her, but she has 200 K total. So 150 more to her. Right. And she folds quickly. Yes. Shows her hand and folds quickly. She shows it and folds, which is even sicker really. And that is what set the poker world aflame. He then immediately shows
0: his aces, by the way, which is a nice thing to let her know, like well done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's really nice of him.
0: Yeah. Kind, a kind man. It was cool. Yeah. Um, a good friend of mine played against him uh, in a World Series event many years ago. This is the first World Series event uh, Polychronopoulos won, maybe the only one actually. But it, his first bracelet, and uh, my friend was so happy that he had won. He's like, "Oh, that is the nicest guy. I really like that guy." Oh, really? Yeah. So, sort of fits in with that. That's cool. Yeah. But let's talk about. So let's talk about this decision. So Polychronopoulos checking. We understand why he's doing that. Yeah, we understand why Tywin is betting. We understand why Polycarpoulos is moving in. The only thing to talk about here is: is this a fold? Can yeah. we fold here if we're her? We've got the fourth nuts. We block pocket aces. We don't block pocket kings. Um, the flush comes in, but it's hard for him to have a flush. Yeah, what the hell is going on? If you're from her point of view, we have to believe that he either has ace ace. Queen, queen. Nope, we know he can't have that. Ace, ace,
1: king, king. What else is there? That's it. That's it. We block ace, ace. There's four combos. Yeah. Wow. There's there's four combos that beat ace, queen. This is like like an extreme version of the Berkey fold, where he folds nines full incorrectly against the flush. Right. In a somewhat similar situation, although not as defined, I would say. I mean, as Tywin, can we be sure he doesn't have pocket nines?
0: Can we be sure? Can't be sure. If we think he can have pocket kings, can he have pocket nines? I understand uh, that you might, are, you, you might bet it a little more. I know because the, you don't block kings. Yeah. But he might still check them sometimes, right? On that board, he's probably not checking either of them that I much. Agree. I agree. On that board, he's probably betting them both. But if he's checking one, he might be checking. He can probably check the other. And if he's not checking pocket kings, we
1: can't fold because we block aces. There's I, one combo. I think you're getting ahead of yourself here. Okay. This, there's there's a factor we're forgetting. Okay, good. What what value is he actually check shoving with that we're beating? Is he actually going to take this line with? Um, well, there are
0: things I can hope for. I don't know if they're real. Yeah. So I said pocket nines. Mm-hmm. I can add other hands like that, which are questionable because I don't know if that we really get here. If he really gets here this way, um, king-queen is the hand I'm thinking of specifically where let's say three bets king-queen. He flops top two. He decides to check it, and, and he turns the nuts, and he's like, okay, well, things are fine. Now I don't have to like worry about anything. I don't really think he would play king-queen like that on this board, but it's
1: not impossible. It's not okay. impossible. That's a good one. Um, my question was more about flushes. It's really hard for him to have a flush because he checked the flop. It's also really hard for him to have a flush because he 3 but out of the big blind pre-flop, and the ace of spades came. By the way, the king of spades is on the board, too. Yeah,
0: Yeah, that's really, really tough. So now he has to have the queen of spades because she doesn't have the queen
1: of spades the queen right? x of spades that he didn't bet on the flop or the turn and what queen x of spades it's queen eight or worse of spades it's a super weird hand had well, three she, bet he can have queen jack or queen ten of spades
0: he's gonna bet those on the flop he flopped a monster draw. He's he gonna flopped
1: f- a monster draw with the queen eight of spades also
0: i mean there were two spades stra- on the flop right but but he didn't flop a straight draw no, but he flopped a pair. And well, the queen, ten of spades is, is a massive combo draw, though. And you, so don't, the queen jack of spades. you don't think he's going to bet queen, eight of spades on the flop? I think he's going to bet both of them on the flop. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, he's going to play that, co- like, for sure. I can't think of spades that he would play this way. Right. Um, that's where I'm, I mean, I agree with that overall point. Um, so I don't know how we got, like, but I think, like, but he's even going to play the combo draws more aggressively than he's going to play, like, the queen, eight of spades. But I don't think he's playing either of these like this. No. He's not going to call with queen high. At a, he's not going to check queen high unless he's checking a check raise when, when is Queen High happening in your mind? Right. He never has Queen High. No. You're right. He's got a pair of... Oh, that's why he can check, actually, because he flopped a pair. So Queen Eight of Spades, he could decide to check call with on the flop. I but, guess, but, but there's the two spades. Gonna,
1: there's also two spades. Wouldn't you just
0: bet? You could, but you could decide to check call if, you're, if you think she's spewy. I guess. Let it, like, give her a chance to just fire away and, like, it's cool. Okay. So the Queen X of Spades is at least
1: possible...
0: You'd have to three bet it first. <laughs> But also, once it goes check, check, he's not going to bet Trip Queen's on the turn. He's going to check again. That seems unlikely. Seems doubtful because doesn't he want to build a pot? Yeah. Seems like he does. And that, I mean, maybe, maybe, but it's not likely. Like, we can eliminate most of those anyway. But maybe there's a few
1: spade combos. I If there's any spade combos at all, like, what the hell, man? (laughs) I don't think there's spade combos. Especially, like, there has to be so many different things that almost nobody would do with spade combos have, like they have to three bet with queen X or lower of spades out of the big blind. When you could just call a pre-flop, which is uncommon. They then not have to check the flop when they flop a queen and two spades. They then have to check the turn when they turn trips yeah. and still have a flush draw. Yeah. They then have to check the river when they river the flush having never bet. Yeah. They then have to check shove hoping to get called by what? I don't know.
0: Oh, yeah. That's a really good point. What are they ever going to get called by? Um, so, okay. Yeah, getting called by is the real problem there. Okay. Because yeah. if you have pocket nines, you can be like, well, maybe she checked back a flush draw on the flop. That's possible. People do that. Yeah. Good players do that, especially when she wasn't the three better. She didn't have the initiative. She might check that back sometimes. Um, so that's something you could... thing is because she can have flushes. From her point of view, I would be really concerned that maybe you can have
1: worst full houses, because we have, as you said, the fourth nuts. So right? he has nines full. That's the only worst full house. King, queen. King, queen. Right. That's the one you brought up earlier. That one makes the most sense to me. There's
0: more combos of king, queen, and nines. I don't know if they play. I don't know if they get here, but there's more combos of that than kings and aces by a fair amount, aren't there? Yeah. I just don't know if he's check shoving nines full. I think he is. I think he's just going to feel like he has to. Do you get
1: called by the nut flush?
0: Yeah. Do get called by a flush? a good flesh where it's like hard for him to have a flesh. His story is she, weird. She doesn't have many flushes either. I know, but she's got some, she's got some, maybe she's got trip Queens and decides, uh, to, there's two thoughts. One is maybe she gets trip king, Maybe she has trip Queens and just decides to hero. Cause the story is bad. Or maybe she thinks he's got a queen and is turning a blocker to a, a full house blocker into a bluff, which people will do those. Are, so then she decides to hero with her flesh. Um, maybe, but, I mean, I think if you have nines full, you kind of, or king-queen especially, you're kind of obligated to go for it, aren't you? I mean, are you going to check shove? As opposed to bet? Yeah. Or um, bet, well, bet. no, you're trying to give her a chance to bluff first. Are you not going
1: to bet the turn with nines full?
0: I mean, I probably would have bet the flop with nine. It's, with like, so nines. hard to have that hand. It's hard to have any of these hands. Yeah. Like... Aces makes the most sense. Aces makes the most sense. There's one combo of it, though. Yeah. And... A lot of people are going to bet aces on that flop, even though it's a not. It's a scary flop.
1: I think like, Kings, your heads up. I think aces makes the most sense. Kings and king queen make a tie for the second most sense. Yeah.
0: Okay. Kings is a little bit safer than king queen for yep. a bunch for some reasons, but yeah, but they're pretty similar.
1: Right. So I don't know. It really comes down to if he has flushes, which I don't think if he's a pro and a good player is going to have too many flushes here. And play it this way mm-hmm. it seems really unlikely. I mean, the thing is, there's only one combo of aces, but it feels so much like aces, doesn't it? It really does. Like,
0: she can have king queen. She can uh, king queen. I mean, she's usually going to bet king queen on the flop, right? She is usually going to bet king queen on the flop. So, for her, she, the, the hand that she's, I mean, ace queen is, is reasonable. Yeah. Other trip queens are reasonable that she might bet on, she might bet on the river when he checks. Yeah. Um, but she's never going to, she's rarely going to call. I shouldn't say never. She's rarely going to call. Um, when, when she gets check shoved on, on that card. Right. Yeah. I think, I mean, he's got very little value here, I think is the point, but it's hard no, to know very up. little that beats her. You mean, or value in general? Well, I don't know. You're saying you don't think he's shoving flushes and you're saying he doesn't have, he's not going to play nines yeah.
1: like this. So you're right. You're right. Yeah. So he does have very little value. Very little, but does he have bluffs? How could he have bluffs? I mean, it was only 17,000 on the turn to call. So he's going to check shove the river.
0: Could he be turning ace-10 into a bluff or ace-jack into a bluff on the river? Maybe. He's got a blocker to uh, top full house. That would be pretty sick, and that does make a little bit of sense. And so, it looks like aces. It really does. You might play both of them just like that. I like that. That's a reason, that's a reason to call. Yeah. yeah. That's the only reason I really... Everything else is like feels like a stretch, I admit. That is the first good, good thing I that's can come still, up
1: with. That's still a stretch, by the way. Why? What do you mean, why? Like, people don't actually do that that often. I mean, some people do. That often. Bryn, Bryn
0: Kenny does it all the freaking time, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, Bryn Kenny does.
0: Okay, so I don't know, I don't know if Polychronopoulos does this or not. I'm not saying I know that he does. I don't think... My guess is he doesn't do things like this, and that's why she was able to fold so quickly. She's like, oh, yeah, you would never not have it here, you know? And so she can just fold. It's
1: such a tricky thing because there's only four combos that beat her, like we said.
0: Yeah, and it's really hard to give her any of the three combos of pocket kings. It's really, really... Him, sorry. Yeah. Really hard. So hard.
1: Yeah, but it's so hard to give him a worse value hand also. Right. No, I,
0: I agree. And if, you, if it's hard to give him kings, it's hard to give him worse value. Yeah. Because they sort of... Either they're all there or they're not there, right? right? I mean, obviously, there could be little bits of them both that could be there, but they'd be there in the same ratio. I actually
1: think kings is more likely than nines, just because nines doesn't block stuff on yeah, the flop.
0: Yeah, I understand. Um. They're probably both pretty unlikely, though, right? Yes. Um, but if he can have ace-10 ace or ace-jack, ooh-wee, that's good. But he actually has to be able to have that. Right? That's a, that is a stretch. I mean, when I'm in spots when someone does something weird, like a big, a big check raise or a big river play or whatever, one of the questions I like to ask myself is, is this person even capable of this bluff, right? And sometimes the answer is absolutely, and sometimes the answer is there's no chance this person is capable. Right. I don't know, if polychronopolis I'm not saying he's not capable of bluffing the river, but this is not just bluffing the river, right? This is like a very particular spot right now, and yeah. we're we're still 40 away from the money. We're not seven away from the money, right? You know? it's so not, he's not like
1: it's not a high pressure spot. It doesn't
0: feel like he's trying to like push her off the hand um, based on the bubble or anything.
1: I just want to point something out about how in the weeds we are with this hand. Yeah, that I no more than four minutes ago on this podcast, you said Polycronopolis taking Ace Jack or Ace Ten and taking this line is not a stretch. That's like a normal thing that people do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, that's, that's fair. Yeah, but, um, but this is the kind of thing th- some of the elite players do now, right? Like, yeah, like I've got a blocker, David Peters, a Connor Drining, guys like that make this kind of play. I don't know. I'm not saying they do it all the time, but we've certainly seen them. Make they certainly it exactly don't do this it. Kind they of certainly play. don't do
1: it every time. Of course not. Also, they have to get there this way. Right, but we felt like that was reasonable for ace 10 and ace jack to get it. It was here this reasonable. Way. It's also reasonable for them to bet the flop. Yep. Or, or the, the turn. turn. Yeah.
0: No question about it. Really reasonable. But, um, but it's possible they could check call the turn. Right?
1: I think why she folded, I don't know if it's correct to fold, but I think the reason she folded is that pocket aces is the only hand in the deck that makes sense throughout. Like it makes 100% sense throughout. As value. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like the bluffs wouldn't make sense anyway. They'd just be like, oh, I guess you're doing a blocker thing. It's really hard to come up with bluffs that make sense. I think she has to call. That's my ultimate thing is like, there's, there, obviously distribution says call. Yeah. There's only four combos that beat her. These are good reasons to call.
0: Here's one other one. I'm going to take another big stretch. Okay. See if I can come up with another bluff. How about a king X hand as a bluff? King 10, king jack, maybe worse.
1: And he's not betting the flop or the not
0: He doesn't bet the flop. The turn he's not going to bet because of right. the queen pairs. We understand that. Yeah. Maybe he's got a bad king, a suited bad king, like king five or something like that, and decided to three bet it because he's like, you know what? You raise every button. Fuck you. I'm going to re-raise. Right.
1: Yeah. And I think ultimately she has to call because even though pocket aces is the only hand that makes sense throughout the whole way, if he has just a little bit of this king X or ace X stuff in, in there, that equals at least a combo. It and, does. And then no problem. And right. then you have to call. Um, so... Her problem
0: is that I think she's at the absolute top of her range here, right? Like, she never has a better hand than this. She Unless doesn't have she slow-played kings. kings, yeah. Okay, she, I guess she could have slow-played
1: kings, queens, or aces. Yeah. Like, sh- that's cool. I mean, she's at the top of not her ra- only her range, but the deck. She has the fifth-best combo available. <laughs> the fifth-best? Yeah.
0: One... Two. Wow. Six best. But yeah, I feel you, dog. Fifth best. Oh, because there, there's no pocket queens. Yeah. Because she has that block. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So she's... This may be... And in her mind, she may be aware that this is the best hand she ever has. Right? Yeah. Almost always, it's the best hand she ever has. Anyway. Right. Maybe there's a tiny percentage of the time she still plays a big pair after she gets three bet. But usually, she's going to have four bet.
1: This back. is an exploitable fold if if she keeps making folds like this.
0: Yeah. The fact that she folds so quickly and shows it tells me that she knows that she doesn't believe Polychronopolis is really capable of making some huge, like, right. I've got a blocker to, to the better full house bluff here.
1: I mean, but I, I don't know what Tywin's level of play is or how good she is or anything like that. Yeah. I've been playing with people who certainly think they're good yes. and fold to me and show it so proudly when I was bluffing. Like, <laughs> that, ha- that happens, like, you know, this probably happened to me more than 40 times in my life. I got to tell you, not only would I... I wouldn't want to show this... this
0: if I were her, for a few reasons. Number one, I don't know if she was aware there were cameras there or not. She yeah. probably was. But I know when I, don't know, I, know when I was playing uh, this summer, uh, as we were getting near the bubble in the main event, there were huge there were cameras all around. There were like, our table was intense, right? Yeah. And I really had no sense of it until like play stopped and we we're in hand for hand. And like we were all talking to each other. And I looked up and it was like five deep of like media in every direction. I was like, oh. Okay, I'm just not even aware of it. So yeah. there's way less cameras here, too. It's like one guy. So right. it's possible she doesn't know. But if she has any awareness of the camera being there, she should never show this because what if she's wrong? Right. It's so embarrassing and awful. That's forgetting true. Forgetting about the fact that everyone's going to take shots at you now forever. You know, if they can tell a good story because they know you're capable of making this level of fold.
1: Now, I'm not worried for her about the metagame impact. She's not playing the... Like, when we're talking about that, we're talking about the guys, the 40 or so guys who play the super high rollers against each other over and over again. Yeah. That's where the metagame impact is more of a big deal. I don't think it matters for her that much. So I wouldn't worry about that. I'm just worried about the gameplay. I think it's okay. just too exploitable to fold. It's I agree. It's too high up in her distribution. I understand why she makes the fold. I understand her thought process. If there's any chance that he could have any sort of bluff, then you got to just, like, give... Give him the chips. Boy, does she wish that.
0: Sorry, not she really. Uh, I know, I guess in some ways at that point, she wishes, even though she would be losing, but if he had bet the flop, bet the turn, and then check raised all on in the river, now she can call because now he can have a flush draw. Right? Yeah. But because he went check, it went check, 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 call, it's just so hard for him to have spades. And, you know, he just, it's so unlikely he's going to play spades like that that yep. you can't give him spades.
1: I think you can fold this against a really bad, obvious player, but. Probably not against this guy. The
0: really bad obvious player is going to bet the flop. Right. That's the problem. Yeah. They're not going to take this line anyway. That's true.
1: So you can't really fold this against anybody. I don't think you're supposed to fold this hand. Yeah.
0: I I absolutely don't. I originally only saw this, the river. Cause that was the thing that went viral first is like, she bets the river. He shoves, she shows ace queen pretty quickly and he shows aces. And it's like, Whoa. And then I looked at the board. I was like, Oh, but there's pocket Kings out there that could beat her. There's aces that could beat her. Sure. I get it without really knowing the whole story of the hand or anything like that. Like it didn't seem as crazy to me. Um, the fact that also she's only got like 30 blinds back. Yeah. It's like it isn't like you're protecting a 150 blind stack here you know right
1: I, my next question was going to be would we like the fold if she had 500k and so did he starting the river he, she bets 50 and he, sh- he shoves, shoves huge yeah. that is a tougher
0: spot i don't i still don't think i'd like the fold i might at that point but it's at least much more reasonable yeah this actually that would remind me of like joel Micca folding uh Oh, yeah. What did he what have? Trip eights against Mizraki at the PCA final table
1: where... I think it was just a normal part of the PCA. Oh, um, was it? Yeah.
0: Okay, maybe it was. But either way, where he like made that fold and he couldn't believe he folded it, but he, and he was right. And part of it was because Grinder actually kind of messed up the whole hand and yeah. made it too obvious that he actually had something that time. But... Um, But, yeah, like, but it was for so much, and Mika was partially decided it just wasn't worth it, basically. He could wait for a better spot, and it worked out very well for him. He finished second and won, like, $2 million. So that was pretty good. Um, So, yeah, so 500K at least makes it something to consider much, much, because now it's 100 blinds we're talking about, right? Yeah. That's, like, a humongous shove. And I think, yeah, maybe you can find a fold there. You don't have to be right. Like, you have to be right so much more often than this, and it's so much more costly to be wrong We're gonna have thirty blinds, which is fine as tie win, Um, and that's good. You can still win the tournament, of course. But like when you call and win, you have you know what do you? I mean, I don't remember how much she started with. She's have over a hundred, right? Yeah,
1: or around a hundred blinds. Yeah,
0: I mean that's like a big difference. A hundred blinds at this stage of the tournament, you can now run over the table as we're getting close to the bubble. Like it's a great opportunity, and you've got as you were saying the fifth best combo available. Yeah, and almost certainly the very, very tippy top of your range ever. We have to believe Polychronopolis just never has a bluff ever, ever in a million years to be able to fold this. We have to know that, not even believe we have to know it. And maybe she knows that, but I don't know that. So I agree with you. I think this is absolutely a call.
1: Yeah, we, we think it's a call, but she was right this time.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's got to feel amazing to make that fold quickly and have him show the aces i mean that's like the coolest
1: yeah this is really nice that he shows the aces so you are immediately validated it Yeah, was so good super cool
0: you yeah. yeah. right. are we got one life and i took a minor break but i'm back to claim the and be traveling the glow. we still have time to make it-